Trent Condon along the way, as we are each week from uh, 5 to 6 o'clock here on Tuesdays. And, of course, the podcast around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Usually up later tonight, maybe early tomorrow. Don't get too testy if we if we miss it here and there. Right, Trent? Well, yeah, you know, we, we post it. We it's get always it. We, up. I know. It's just, it might take a day. It might take a little longer sometimes, but it's always up. Dave Creighton, uh, Jr., on the road today. So he is calling in from parts unknown here in Iowa. Are you driving, a, or are you, are, are you pulled over the road side of the road somewhere? Are you in a lounge I, enjoying a cocktail somewhere? What are you doing? I am currently heading west on Highway 20 between Waterloo and Cedar Falls. We're going to stop and see Trey Creighton as we're in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. It had some business up in the old wine area today, and uh, I am currently driving, but uh, the lovely and talented Christy Creighton will be taking over as soon as we get off the interstate. She'll be taking the wheel. Good. She will be you so let, that I can let, be. Yeah, let Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> That's right. We could let Jesus take the wheel right now and just see how it goes, but I don't think cruise control works that well, even though we have great faith. All right. Well, you'll have fun uh, seeing Trey Creighton tonight at UNI, which will be good. And uh, let's talk, but let's talk hockey football, my friend. The Hawks. 31 to 14 winners on Saturday, and I told you this was going to be a weird football game. I didn't know did. that it was going to be this weird, right? I, I mean, I told you that, that, that this is going to be one of those oddly frustrating games where Iowa plays a lot better than the score looks. Weird things will happen, and people are going to be unimpressed. But at the same time, we're going to come out with a victory, and 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 that's when you really break it all down to the end of the thing. Iowa played. Pretty good football for most of the day on both sides of the ball and had good statistics on the offensive side of the ball, flexed their muscles with the offensive line, and came away with a victory pretty easily over North Texas, even if it didn't feel that way. Yeah, there's no question that they did. I mean, you know, there's an elephant in this room and was in Kinnick Stadium the other day, and I am not one to ever talk about this. You, my friend, do talk about the officiating. But I will say this, that the game lacked every sense of rhythm that you could have ever imagined because of the officials, because of their poor officiating, their inability to make decisions, and the communication that went on. And that led to a lot of what I would call the discomfort that was in the stadium. Uh, North Texas's second touchdown right before halftime should have never happened. You know, A.J. Epines is sacking the quarterback, and they call him for going low in spite of the fact that the North Texas tackle is laying on top of him. And then a ridiculous uh, personal foul call on Manny Ragumba out of bounds as he's kind of almost trying to make sure that the North Texas guy doesn't run into the wall. You know, and, and so, and, of course, the Akram Wadley touchdown that was disavowed because of his uh, – whatever, high, semi-high-stepping into the end zone. I don't know if you saw this, but somebody posted uh, Shaquan Barkley from Penn State last year uh, running into the end zone against Iowa, and what he did was far more egregious than what Akram did on Saturday. Yeah, you know, um, there's no question, and it'll be interesting to see now what happens if Saquon Barkley... You know, it didn't. Akram's little... Um, that penalty flag I thought would be... A, a a bigger highlight on national television shows 
Big Ten Network didn't even show it. What a bunch of wusses. I mean, seriously. The, <laughs> ser- I mean, if you watch the final drive, they didn't even show it. Give me an absolute break, okay? And it wasn't. So I'm wondering if Saquon Barkley even knows that this took place the other day, right? I mean, I'm wondering how many college teams, coaches, people around the country even saw that ridiculous flag. So here's the question What happens this Saturday when Saquon Barkley dances into the end zone and turns around and holds the ball out as he goes into the end zone? Do we get a flag? Do we get it coming back? I got. I got 40 to 1 that says that there's no way he gets a flag for anything that he does on Saturday night, regardless of what it is. Well, my uh, my biggest hope is that he doesn't find the end zone, Brett. Oh, that'd be and great. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that we don't have to see that or anything along that line in, in, in terms of anything. So, but, you know, here's the thing is, and I think Kirk said it, Kirk said it best, uh, Akram, you're better than that. Uh, you don't need to do that. It's it's not part of who Iowa is. And the interesting thing is, is when I watched that uh, the replay of that, he actually had the high step to sort of avoid the tackle, like at about the ten or twelve or fifteen, and then he got a couple yards away. But in, here's the funny thing from my standpoint: as soon as he caught the ball, I looked at Matthew and said. Um, this is a touchdown, and we turned and high fived as it was going on. Yeah, didn't even see the didn't no. even see the stuff. No, I you know it was far enough it was on the other end of the stadium for me, and I, I really didn't see him high step at all either. I didn't. I, I saw him heading to the end zone, and Andrew and I were doing the same thing. Big high five, you know. Or that's a touchdown. So um, it, just for people tuning in who haven't been able to check on things all day, Akron Wadley is fine, at least according to him, and Kirk Ferentz will start Saturday night. Should play the entire game. Uh, the ankle injury is uh, not a big deal. He did hurt his ankle, tweak it, and went out. The question there really is, so we, we had a little argument about this um, on Saturday night. And I think it's a I think it's a a noteworthy argument now. At the time, I knew that he had been hurt, and we'd all heard heard that he had been injured. But I'm wondering how much of that was he was just kind of benched for doing something stupid, and something well, that, that clearly the coaches had said to him before. Hey, don't do that because he said last year there was a, they found the quote after the Minnesota game. The coaches said, "Don't do that anymore." Exactly, and I and I called that the moment that it happened. He only came in, if I'm not mistaken, for one maybe two plays after that happened in that football game, and I said, he's in the doghouse. And, and we have to think back, Brett. I mean, when he was a freshman, he got in trouble. It, I mean, pseudo trouble uh, with Kirk as it related to his weight. He wasn't doing everything exactly according to Hoyle. Needed by to go all, up rather than down, yes. Uh, I'm not sure he attended 100% of his classes. He had a few issues uh, along the way, uh, as it as it has gone during his time, and so it's sort of along. It's to your point. Uh, we talked about this before. I we thought you had learned so on and so forth. Now Akram did say he didn't even know that was a penalty until, of course, it was flagged on him. Well, he said that, but uh, well, like I say, we can go back to last year when he. He mentioned after, I think it was Minnesota, that the coaches said, hey, don't do that. And he, he's done it a number of times, right? Right. And so, it, I mean, clearly it, it's a celebratory thing. He gets excited. And I, 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 don't, I personally don't see it as showing up to the other team. There's a lot of things that are. But um, I, I think they've said something to him. And I think when they realized 
that they were going to be able to win the game without him. Uh, they went ahead yeah. and just won it. And, and you, know, you know, you feel bad for, uh, for uh, Butler, who is now out at least through the bye week with a dislocated elbow. Uh, but, you know, they, I, think the, I think they knew at halftime, look, if we just buckle down in this second half, we're going to be able to plow over these guys in the second half because we've gone through one of those weird, goofy first halves that will never happen again. It's a little bit of a gamble, but you go ahead and do that, and you play your guys in the second half. They end up with Ivory, Ivory Kelly Martin and Torin Young going for 150 yards between the two of them. Uh, a couple more freshmen doing that and getting them some good experience because now you are ostensibly down to one of them as as the backup or both of them listed this week as the backup behind, behind Akron Wadley. So it was a good thing to go ahead and do that. I think you know I think it played a little bit both. Um, Kirk probably could have brought Akron back if they needed him, but in that second half, as it was going, Iowa with the 40 minutes of possession time and grinding things out on the ground, they just weren't going to need him uh, in, in that second half, and they, and they certainly didn't. And then we get to see some other guys play, which was um, I, I think we're up to what nine true freshmen now, or nine freshmen or true freshmen or redshirt freshmen are playing regular snaps right now for the Iowa football team. Yeah, something something along that line. But I'm, I'm going to disagree with you in, in one regard. The Hawks were down at halftime, so I don't think they knew anything as it related to whether or not they were going to go and drive it down their throat. I think that the coaches did a really good job of making some adjustments uh, in the second half as it related to the blocking schemes against North Texas is 3-4. I think that uh, the, the play calling, I think Brian Ferentz is continuing to mature I like I love the shots he's taken down down deep uh, as it relates to the passing game, the use of the tight end. I mean, is Noah Fant not just a man? Catches the ball at about the twelve and drags one, if not two, guys into the end zone from there. There's a lot of good things that are going on, but I don't think that the coaches knew anything at halftime. And honestly, this concerns me. This Saturday night is Iowa's not come out of the gate in my opinion, in any one of these three games very well. They've, they have been slow starters, and if Penn State gets things going Saturday night, it, it, none of us are going to have that much fun at Kinnick. Well, and uh, that's getting us ahead into our second and third uh, um, segments. But I would I, I would agree with you. The one, the, the one thing you've noticed, a couple of times Iowa's had a Saturday night football game that did not go well. Uh, I think it was Ohio State, maybe 2000 and whatever year that game, whatever year that game day, uh, that game day, college game day was there. And then there was a Penn State game uh, there in the Vandenberg year that um, both times Iowa got shell shocked in the first quarter and, and never recovered. Every time they play one of these night games where there's a big, huge crowd and they stay close in the first quarter. They play. They play right with whoever the opponent is. It's a good close game. They end up winning the darn thing. So That's um, right. you know, but but if they get behind early, they end up on national TV trying a little too hard. And um, you know, maybe this group is different. I will say this: um, this group's got a little bit different mentality because I, I personally was a little uneasy just with the fact that you're down fourteen to ten and things hadn't gone well on Saturday going into the second half, right? But they were methodical. They were just absolutely heads down, methodical about the way they went about it. Particularly something for a young group, and it was the same thing up at Iowa State the week before that. When you know you're down ten points in the fourth quarter, and you're thinking, okay, this is when normally um, you know young kids uh, poop the bed, right? 
but right. they didn't. Right? They methodically came. They methodically came back in in two instances up there. So maybe we don't know what we think we know. But I would agree with you. Getting out of the gate has been a problem, and it would be certainly be nice on Saturday night to see them uh, get out um, early with Penn State and make Penn State start to think about things uh, as they head at least into the second quarter and, and make Penn State worry a little bit. Because uh, the Nittany Lions haven't had to worry about much of anything so far this year. There's not been a single uh, shot fired against them. They've played some really bad football teams, and um, and they've beaten them handily as they should. But they haven't they haven't come up against anybody with a pulse at this point in time. And and no. so you know it, I, I think I, it, that's what Iowa needs to do. I, I would agree they got to stay close. A couple of other notes. I love what you're saying about Noah Fant. Um, uh, the other thing that's kind of cool here. Uh, Kirk Ferentz goes for it five times in this game on fourth down. I was four for five on fourth down conversions. That makes them six of seven on the year. And the only one that they didn't complete, I, I think Noah Fant probably could have laid out for a football that was almost in his hands. Um, and or, or Nate Stanley probably could have waited an extra half a second and they would have gotten that one too. But, um, I, I like the idea that, you know, when you feel like you, you've got it, you, you've got the upper hand in a game, you can go for it on fourth down and, Lo and behold, look what happens when you throw past the sticks. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's so fun to see them throw a 10-yard pass on third and six. And and to have, uh, um, you know, the opportunities, even even if they're not successful. If you think about the last two football games, how many, what have they thrown? Six, six passes, maybe five that have been deep down the field. Obviously, they talked to Stanley about getting air underneath the ball because that was clearly the big change that he put in uh, last week compared to the Iowa State game. And and it's just fun to watch. And that will, all you have to do is hit on one or two of those, and and things change, you know what I'm saying? I mean, in, in terms of the defense having, you can't put eight or nine in the box if all of a sudden, holy cow, here comes a tight end running right by me, and I'm the strong safety, yep. and I, that's my guy. But and, you don't even have to hit him. I mean, it's like you say. I mean, they, the 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 I I can count seven of them, which is too bad that they haven't completed one yet. But three right. of them finally, the three of them this week actually hit somebody in the hand. So that's that's pretty good. You know, it's getting getting better. But yeah, um, you don't even have to hit those, right? Iowa State had to back off, and North Texas had to back off just a little bit because of that threat, that deep threat. And they're going to start connecting on those. And uh, when they do, the whole thing the whole thing changes up even a little bit more, like you said. But I think you you got to, teams have to respect this right now. The other one uh, before we go to the break, the other one that was really noticeable the other day was bringing Noah Fant into the backfield as a fullback. He lines up as a tight end and then slides into the backfield as a fullback and leads through the hole. Which is really, uh, you know, it, it's a neat shift. It's 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 another way that Brian Ferentz is disguising what he's doing uh, a lot more than what they've done in the past. The only thing we've got to get going now is that uh, we had five audibles on Saturday, and all five of them were runs uh, were audibleized into a run. You got you to mix that up a little bit. But other than that, he's disguising things so much better than he has in the past. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, and it, it does set up for uh, uh, a great. A great setting going to be in Iowa City on Saturday night. Did you? And we'll talk about this uh, after the break. But Pat McAfee and the uh, Barstool Gang is coming to Iowa City this weekend. Aha! Uh-huh. Good time had by all at that point, right? All right. Well, we'll talk about that. We got to take a break. We'll come back here in I don't know how long it takes for us to take a break, but we'll be back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on seventeen hundred KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here seventeen hundred KBGG. 
Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Sponsored by Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant, no one wants to be the sweaty guy at work, right? So pick up some new Dove Men Plus Care. 91% of guys who use it recommend it. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Amber Gustafson, Ambrosia Donuts, Ankeny Centennial Choral Music Parent Organization, Ankeny Community Greetings, Capital Edge, Cedar Valley Energy, DSM Professional Maintenance, Iowa Air National Guard, Iowa Merchant Solutions, IP Pathways, Mainstream Boutique Ankeny, Tri-Therapy, Unity Point at Trail Point Physical Therapy, Villas at Meadow Springs. The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at ankeny.org. Ankeny.org. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Think you can't manage the down payment it takes to purchase a new home? Think again. You could move into a $150,000 home with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%, APR 4.52%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big-screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Trust, quality, value, 
Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Trent Condon here, 1700 KBGG, and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. We'll thank uh, our great sponsors on the program. Of course, our new friends, well, not our new friends, our old friends over in Beaverdale. Dave, David, um, you, you got that deal rolling. And, and you went in and you said, look, here, we got this great show. And they said. Actually, Brett, what happened is Ron Judicessi, who I've known for years, came up to us. Uh, one day and said, I want to, I want to help you guys with your show. I love the show. And so we worked out a great deal. Wow. So we love, we love Chris. We love Christopher's. Yeah. So, uh, appreciate Christopher's jumping in this year, um, and, and, uh, helping us out. It, uh, it is much appreciated. And of course it's a great place to go eat and, and uh, hang out for a little while as well. So check it out over there in Beaverdale, Christopher's, of course, um, um, Templeton Rye and we'll do the Templeton Rye last call coming up a little bit later on and Kozlowski law, our friend uh, Big Cause uh, will help you out with everything you need. You, you typically have the phone number handy, but I'm sure you don't since you're actually talking on the phone. I'll grab that here in a little bit. Make sure you give a plug to Kozlowski Law. All right, so a um, couple of other thoughts just on Saturday alone. Uh, David, so the Hawks, they they roll through it. They get through it. It almost felt like they wanted to get through it. That gets you to 3-0. And around the country, nobody's paying attention, but it's okay. Now you got Penn State coming in, and uh, the Hawks are 12-point dogs now, open at 13-and-a-half, which means some money was going on Iowa, I think. Uh, do you think that's going to – you anticipate that going down at all more this week, or is this about where we're going to sit for that? No, I, I, think, that, I think that that's where the number is going to sit. I think Trent uh, would be happy to chime in here uh, at this time also, but I, I believe that – that number will will stay right in that twelve thirteen range. This isn't going to be the Michigan week where it went started eighteen went to twenty one and then the Hawks end up winning straight up. Uh, just taking a peek offshore, the money is on Penn State uh, currently. Let's see here, eighty five percent of the money and eighty seven percent of the bets on the Nittany Lions. Wow! And, and yet the number went down to a point and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so they're, they're enti- Vegas. So Vegas is liking people putting money on on the Nittany Lions. They're yeah. enticing them to do it. They they are. This is what we call in the uh, gambling parlance reverse line movement. All the bets, all the money coming in on one side, yet the point spread is going the other way. Still early in the week. Don't read too much into this. But if this remains on Thursday, Friday, then you have something. I'll be talking That's about right. Jimmy B and TC forty six. <laughs> That's right. We'll we'll 
We'll be listening for uh, what, what time are the picks, Trent, on Friday? Five? Uh, Five forty is when we do our picks, and yeah, I will definitely make a reference to that one. Let everybody know where the money is. That's it's that's interesting. So Vegas has definite thoughts on the way they think mm-hmm. this will go. Which, by the way, you know, as much as weird as it was. Uh, Kirk's there taking a knee on the five yard line the other day, or the the Hawks with the cra- with the crazy backdoor cover, right? Mm-hmm. You know, well, you thought, I, right? I, I called it. I said to uh, Dave Senior, I said, "You watch, we're going to get a pick six in the in the greatest backdoor cover of all time <laughs> on Saturday." In the first play, uh, Josh Jackson, who by the way is just what a great job he's doing playing corner. Uh, Stepping into the Des King role almost, and and he has been spectacular, particularly in a couple deep balls where he has jumped up, shown that uh, high jumping ability that he had uh, as a high school athlete, and uh, making big plays on deep balls. Yeah, he's not he's not getting beat too often, and even against Iowa State, not a lot was his fault. Of course, he slipped on the one touchdown up at Iowa State, but he's he's really turning into something, uh, you know, this year that I think a lot of fans knew he could play, thought he would be okay, but he really is turning into something. It looks like he's uh, like he's on his way to to figuring things out in in a major way, which is going to be great because um, you were kind of counting on Manny. Ragumba to be your your uh, your rock back there, but I like Josh Jackson as well. A couple of a couple of picks so far, anticipatory picks where he he saw the play and stepped in. And uh, here's some numbers for you. He's been targeted 30 times in the passing game. Has only given up 14 catches. That's wow, a good percentage. That's amazing. Right there. Uh, two interceptions, five break, uh, pass breakups along with it. He was targeted seven times against North Texas. Gave up two catches along with that. Uh, passer rating against him 0.6. You'll take that's, that every week. So yeah, that, you'd take that. You'd take that forever. <laughs> so Josh Jackson having a season so far. We'll see how it goes as he gets into the Big Ten and and starts uh, matching up with some of those receivers. However, I think he's seen some pretty good receivers already. So uh, you know, you, you you never know if he if he's uh, he, he might just continue on that path. Now Josie Jewell, uh, the Hawkeye All American linebacker. He looks a little step slow, like he's still uh, pretty dinged up, uh, guys. I, you know, granted, I we we all saw him come off the field against Iowa State, limping uh, on the one touchdown there um, in the in the beginning of the fourth quarter, and he certainly did not look like Josie Jewell that we all know the other day. At least flying around, he looked a step slow. No, I, I'd agree with you on that, but you know darn well that on Saturday night he is not going to be feeling any pain. In the seventy thousand Hawkeye fans, and by the way, how is this game not sold out yet? Get, oh, we're just talking buy, about that. Yeah, buy tickets for crying out loud! Go and cheer. It's A uh, and F Spirit Night. Chad Greenway going to be on the wall, and uh, just going to be a rocking environment. And, and without question, in my opinion, Saturday night's best game. It's best game on television. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not exact, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. I mean, granted, uh, t- face value ticket for these tickets are are pretty expensive, but certainly nothing more than than Iowa State or some of the other ones. And this is it's a top ten team coming into Iowa City, a legitimate top ten team, and a night game atmosphere. I'm not sure what Iowa fans are waiting for. It's a little bit disappointing, uh, maybe other than the fact that it's early enough in the year that maybe they're not believers. They don't believe it's a big. I, I don't get. I it. think it's the price point. I do. I think they found kind of the tipping point. Once you get in, it's ninety five is face value for this year. You're talking fees are over a hundred. People in general will buy that, but I think they they kind of found that number that maybe is on the high end going forward when you're doing the you know ticket uh, forty five bucks for North Texas, 
maybe 80, 85 is maybe the high end yeah. to shoot for. Yeah, or 75 maybe yeah, even. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't say uh, today how many tickets were left, by the way. They just said tickets remain, which was it was a bit interesting. Uh, normally they say, well, we've got 3,000 left or 2,000 left. But they said tickets are left, um, which for those of us that have maybe have one or two to unload, it doesn't bode well either because um, we paid face value for them <laughs> in our season ticket package. Uh, but uh, <laughs> silly us for actually buying season tickets and, and being charged full face value for them uh, to make sure we had them ahead of time. But anyway, uh, Hawkeye, I believe uh, HawkeyeSports.com, you can get out there and uh, still buy some tickets for this game Saturday night. It is a 630 game. Kick. Is that right on Fox? That, no, it's ABC. on ABC. ABC. We get, ABC. Uh, Her- Kirk Herb oh, Street, right. Chris yep. Fowler, the the A team is coming to Iowa City, and like I said before the break, uh, the, the Barstool Sports gang is going to be in Iowa City, uh, adding to the revelry. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to any of Pat Mac- McAfee, the old punter uh, from the NFL, but he has been a huge addition to Barstool Sports, and they're announcing and he is rather outspoken and he is fun and the whole barstool sports guys are just a blast so uh if you get a chance in uh, tailgate areas before the game make sure you uh go over and and check those guys out because that will be where will they be how do you know where they are well that's a great question i don't know i they're gonna be outside the stadium but believe me they imbibe just uh, along with the rest of the tailgaters Maybe not as much as Trent, but others. <laughs> it's a true story. True, true story. story. True yeah. story. True story. I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not alone there, my friend. No, you're not alone. You know, especially on an on, a, on an all day all day tailgate like this, you got to. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? You can't waste the time. What's the weather supposed to be like on Saturday? We, uh, it's hot. Gonna be hot, hot again. Hot. Yeah, like in the eighties. It was so a, by the time by six thirty, it should be perfect seventy five. Well, I'll say, tell you this: you know, hearing reports that it was like in the mid sixties to upper sixties here in Des Moines and over in Omaha at game time on Saturday, and we we're over there, and it was in the nineties. There is no question; it was hot on uh, during the game on Saturday, last Saturday as well. So, yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, it'll be nice once the, once the sun goes down and. And uh, things start to level off a little bit, but it'll probably be a little steamy for the tailgate during the day. That's all right. We you just hydrate cool, yourself. Right? There, there is a we, lot of water and beer. Yeah. So I'm hydrating myself. Yeah. That's Twelve right. times over. Fifteen. Three, three beers, one water. Three, three to one. Three to one ratio? All That's right. a good ratio. We can do that. We'll make that work. All right. As long as you stay out of those mudslide shots. Yeah, well, those are uh, what those are. Is they're just they just wet the palate. They just you know they just kind of add. You know. All right, well we're gonna take a break. We'll come back talk to Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport dot com. He's over in Iowa City today talking to all the players and the uh, coaches as well. We'll find out what happened over there this afternoon as we get set for Iowa and Penn State Saturday night on ABC right here on the Hawkeye Huddle seventeen hundred KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people, people who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy, but at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com. Napa know-how. When you purchase a set of Napa brake pads and rotors, you get a discount code from Fanatics.com worth up to $50 towards your favorite sports gear. While Napa can't help your team reach the promised land, we can help make sure your car will because these brakes come with something no sports team does. Guaranteed performance. Great brakes, great price, great fan gear. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Offer expires September 30th, 2017. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, 
consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Crane Jr., Trent Condon. Here on 1700 KBGG, Trent trying to get uh, David back on the phone. And while he's doing that, I'll bring on Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Oh, do you have to wait to punch the button together? Okay. All right. We'll get them both. Now are they both on together? They are. David, you there? Yes. Tom, you there? I'm here. All right. I don't know if you guys can hear each other, but I hear you both fine, so that's great. Uh, I can hear him. Excellent. Sometimes, sometimes the phone thing doesn't work out so well, but it's working out great tonight. Hey, Tom, so, uh, you know, over in Iowa City today, as they get ready for this big game Saturday night, uh, one of the things that was a little bit interesting is you thought maybe that, uh, that the Hawkeye coaches would be kind of reminding the guys of what happened over in Happy Valley last year, but it sounds like they haven't really talked about that home too much. Do, do you believe that at all? Um, yes and no. Do you really need to talk about it? <laughs> that would be the, I guess the the question you need to ask. Then is maybe they just don't need to talk about it. But I would have thought, at least initially, that they would have saw signs in there that um, that were showing Saquon Barkley's quotes about them quitting last year. But boy, they seem to be just running away from that whole thing today and just the revenge thing. The it's two different teams now. We just have to play here. And, you know, what happened last year is last year, and this year is things we control. But they're, so far, they're not pushing the revenge button. Well, it would seem to me, Tom and Brett, that uh, they might ask for an extra wind sprint or two just to make sure that they're uh, well-conditioned for Saturday night so that that is not uh, remotely close to an opportunity for Penn State to say that. That being said, See, the other thing that seems imminently obvious to me is that Iowa needs to get pressure on the, on the quarterback for Penn State, and that leads me to say number 94 has got to be in the game more than he has been the last the, these first three weeks. Um, yeah, no. I, I, you know, last year, you guys might remember this, that Phil really didn't dial up that, that uh, Raider or anything like the Raider, uh, Raider package at all until after, kind of, it was a couple weeks into the season. And, um, it might have been like the fourth week and their pass rush wasn't doing a whole lot. And, and, uh, then he dialed it up and it was pretty successful. So I'm wondering if that's what we see, uh, this weekend is maybe we see a little bit of that Raider package. 
Well, it might be something different. It is the one kind of there's a couple of areas on defense that things haven't been as great as the, as you might have thought in the last couple of weeks. That defensive pressure and then the tackling hasn't been superior, although it it improved uh, throughout the day. I thought on Saturday. Um, one of the other interesting moves so far this week, it looks like Imani Hooker is going to be uh, starting at the safety. Um, but Kirk seems to think that uh, he's got three guys he can kind of rotate at the safety. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he feels like he's got three guys. Um, it wouldn't be a complete and total surprise, too, to see um, you know, at some point Miles Taylor out of there and Gervais over at uh, the other safety position just you know, Miles Taylor struggled, and uh, it's been a two-year thing. Uh, last year he got concussed in the Michigan game and never got back out there, even though he was clear to play. Um, so I, you, you just wonder how um, how long his leash is now at this point, too. And Kirk even brought up Geno Stone getting in there at some point. Uh, he said, probably not ready now, but and that maybe that'll be an option. And we could be a few weeks away from Brandon Snyder being a possibility. Um, I'd heard that maybe he was going to get back to practice this week and and hoped to at least be in uniform this weekend. He will not play for probably several weeks. But, uh, you know, it's a possibility that we could see Brandon Snyder yet this year. I happen to have a little bit of inside information from my uh, son Matthew and his friends, uh, vis-a-vis Brandon Snyder's girlfriend and whose roommate's cousins, no one related to me, but they did say that he is way improved, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him at, after the bye week. Yeah, that's kind of, I think, a somewhat realistic target, and I don't even know if he'll be able to go in and play safety right away, it might just be he's out there running around on special teams for a couple of weeks and then they see how he does. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see if if he can make this comeback. If there's anybody on that Iowa roster, and I mean this completely seriously because I saw him do this in AU basketball too, where they thought he was done and uh, over with after an injury in like May or something, and he was out there playing basketball in July. Um and playing well in July. So I, I just know the kid has pretty crazy healing powers, and that's the only reason I think it's possible he could come back. Well, certainly that would uh, change things down the road, and it would be nice to see. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how this all develops with the young guys that they've got. And, Tom, we were commenting, I mean, you know, coming into the year, you wondered about how many guys were going to play. But, man, this, this team is now full of, of uh, a lot of young guys. You looked out on the field at one point on Saturday, and the entire group of skill position players were uh, everywhere from a true freshman to a sophomore. There wasn't anybody at certain points in time out there that had been at Iowa for more than two years. Yeah, they had. I think at one point they had two true freshman wide receivers out there along with a, a true sophomore quarterback and a true freshman running back. <laughs> that was crazy. And then you got, I think they had... Well, you also had two freshman tackles. Hawkinson and Fance, yeah. Hanson, uh, Hawkinson and Fance. And then you had, at the end of the game, you had Tristan Worfs out there, a true freshman. So, yeah, there's a lot of young players out there right now. So it's a mix of, of young and old, which uh, puts you into a position where 
oddly, the mentality of this team seems to be a little bit stronger, Tom, than some that they've had in the past in terms of methodically coming from behind or methodically the other day uh, on Saturday, just kind of going through uh, what they needed to do to get the work done on on uh, against uh, North Texas. Does that lend to them a little bit um, less pressure to get off to a great start on Saturday? Because Dave and I were talking about they haven't really gotten off to great starts in any of these games, but it doesn't seem to have mattered. Yeah, I with this game in particular, I just don't think you want to get into any sort of shootout. I, I think Iowa's got to keep this game in the in the low twenties if they're going to have a shot at winning it because Penn State's just so explosive and we've seen what they can do. We saw what they could do last year when they played Iowa. I mean, they just it wasn't it wasn't a fair fight, as Kirk Ferentz would say. It was just you know they destroyed Iowa in Happy Valley. Saw what they did last year, even though you know they came up short in the Rose Bowl. They were throwing the ball all over the place, and a lot of those pieces are gone now. But they're still a really, really good football team. What's the what's the uh, the greatest surprise so far with you for you with Brian Ferentz and the way he's running his offense? Um, I don't know that I'm surprised by anything he's done around the offense. It's kind of what I expected Brian to do. Just knowing Brian, I knew he was going to try and stretch the field more, and I knew he was going to um, work the middle of the field more. I knew the tight ends were going to be more involved. Uh, maybe the big surprise is maybe his willingness to just kind of roll with some of these young players and give them the shot, and, and he's that's what he's doing. I mean, he could have easily just kind of stuck with some more veteran guys and He's he's really opened it up, saying, you know, go out there and make some plays. Um, as we head in, into the game, so this this week, um, big Saturday night spot. Uh, what what's going on with the ticket situation as far as Iowa fans uh, not purchasing and, fi- and fill, filling the stadium right now? Good question. I don't know. You'd have to ask Iowa fans. I guess they <laughs> they just. Uh, Last week, after the time got announced, that there are 5,500 tickets left, I really thought that by this point, they'd be sold out. And it's not. And they would not tell us what the ticket amount was that was left, and I haven't seen anything more on uh, any reporting on anybody checking to see what that total is. But just the fact that they wouldn't tell us tells me it's probably more than they're comfortable letting us know how many it is. So your thoughts on Saturday night, Tom, you give the Hawks a percentage uh, kicking chance here, or is this, uh, is this one that, that they're going to need to, uh, that they're going to need to be licking their wounds as we head to next week? Um, I'm giving Iowa kind of the puncher's chance just because I've seen it before. I think if they were playing them in November, they might have a better shot. Just the weather's going to be nice. It's going to, you know, Later in the year, they might be a little bit more beat up, cold. It's, you know, it just doesn't. I think the warm weather doesn't do much for Iowa um, in this one. Um, I'm probably going to pick Penn State. I think to win. Uh, I just think they've got Iowa doesn't have an answer for Barkley. I'm worried about Josie Jewell's health. He's just not getting sideline to sideline like he did. Uh, in that first game, and I, I just don't think he's 100%. And 
they need to have Josie at 100% and playing like Superman. And I don't know if he's capable of doing that this week. Yeah, no matter how much uh, how much uh, adrenaline you got running through you, uh, a swollen ankle is a swollen ankle, right? You can it may it may not hurt, but you, and, that doesn't mean you can run on it. And Akram's fine too, by the way. He's it, he's he's ready to go. Yeah, I mean, before, there's no question about that. Before we let you go here, was he benched? I mean, was that really an injury, or was he was benched? benched? He was benched. he was he was he he legitimately um, tweaked his ankle, so. Yeah, which was a convenient answer because he was benched. <laughs> yeah. He got taken. He got taken out um, right after that, but then they put him back in, and then he tweaked his ankle. Okay, it's. I mean, it's it's uh, it's interesting. It's a, it's a very quick if healing it were, ankle. A very yeah, quick. If it healing. were, if well, they they it was precautionary. It was completely. There we go. <laughs> there, that's a good way to put it. Tom. <laughs> he tweaked it. He had a guy fall on it, and they weren't going to risk him anymore because they know that they got a a bigger bigger fight. All right, that sounds good, Tom. We'll go with that. We'll buy it. We will. <laughs> Tom Caker to HawkeyeReport dot com. Thanks, Tom. We'll check with you next week. Okay. Thanks. Get out there and check out HawkeyeReport dot com. All the great recruiting news as well. We really haven't taken a dive into that. I, I would Why? moving along, moving along in the recruiting very well this year so far. And hey, uh, I, yeah, to that end, I have a question: Do they have this early signing period now? I I I, I sound like an is it, idiot. It, it, it is I, this year, right, Trent? That we're that we're starting this thing. There's one in December, right? Trent's looking it up right now. I I can't remember if it starts this year or next, but I believe it does. I think it's next. I don't know. I, I'm not a recruiting geek, meaning because it'll it'll I, it'll definitely play into you know these guys that are still wavering that before you know they're just grabbing and they want to see what they what offers they get late. It'll play into this. What do you got? And right. it will start this year. Yeah, yeah. It starts this December. So in, in December of seventeen, the, that people that are committed can sign their letter of intent uh, and be committed, and then as as <clears throat> signed on the dotted line. Right, so so it'd be interesting to see what Iowa does with that because, as you know, Kirk once they once they get your uh, once they get your um, commitment commitment, they're expecting then that those kids will all sign in December. That there won't be anybody that'll say no, I want to wait till till February. So that'll That's be interesting. Right. Um, and Let's do the Templeton Rye last call. Yeah, we better get to it. Better get to it. Templeton Rye last call brought to you by the Small Batch Whiskey. And uh, it's the good stuff, David. Do you do? Uh, I, yeah. We're three and zero. Oh, you've gone first. We are three and zero, oh, and we've we've seemed to find the point spread somewhere in there. We we haven't really hit the number. I'm not liking this, um, and I think Tom's right. I, Iowa has the I, puncher's chance. That shocks me. Yeah, Iowa has the puncher's <laughs> chance. But well, I mean, I, I, look, I I can be a homer and go out on a limb and say Iowa's going to win this. I don't think they will. I don't think Iowa's going undefeated this year, right? So if right. they're going to lose a game, I think this is one of them. I and and honestly, I agree. I think later in the year this would be a better matchup for Iowa. I like Iowa Ohio State later on in the year, provided that everybody stays relatively healthy, right? So in this case, I, I think you know Penn State's just got a little bit too much, and I, I like what the Iowa offense might do um, late in this game. Penn State gets up in this one, I think, and, and starts to run away a little bit. Iowa comes back, makes looks it, makes it look a little bit better. But uh, with Josie Jewell not running around like he should, I'm going to give Penn State 31 and the Hawkeyes 20. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible because I was going to say 31-21. So now, 
I'm going to change my were. tone. <laughs> and and I'm going to say this. I, th- I think that Iowa starts off slow, and that is the detriment to this game. And they get down 10, 14, nothing, and they keep trying, and we keep keeps the fans in it. It keeps everybody in it. But yet, at the end of the day, I just think Penn State's got too much. Uh, unless, unless the Iowa defense can cause some turnovers, give us a short field, and Iowa can capitalize on that. <laughs> if that happens, that's how Iowa wins this football game. Otherwise, if this is, you know, a drive, punt, a drive, punt, touchdowns, touchdowns, field goals, whatever. Without turnovers, Iowa doesn't have, does not win this football game. Um, because we can, and I agree with Tom on this also, we cannot go toe to toe with them in terms of scoring. They've outscored their opponents like 141 to 14. Now they've played, you know, uh, Olwine, Osage, and Oskaloosa as it relates to college football, but <laughs> so it's a different environment. But I, at the end of the day, I think, I think the Hawks end up getting beat, but I think it's like 35 24. I mean, like okay. I said, I was okay. 31 20. 3121. Yeah. So, yeah, right, well, it could be. And, and the one thing that happened with Michigan last year could happen here. You, if that team comes in a little bit cocky, a little bit arrogant, yep. Iowa has a better chance. It's a matter of whether or not they can stay focused. And if they aren't focused, Iowa's got, Iowa's got a real, I, I think that's when Iowa's got the real chance. Cause it, in college football, you look the other way and that's the way it goes. So, and keep this in mind. Last two yeah. times we played Penn State and they were top five. We beat them both times. There you go. Thanks, Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com for joining us today. David Creighton, Jr. on the road. Appreciate uh, you spending the time with us still, David. Trent Condon with us. For uh, for Trent Condon, Dave Creighton, Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessi family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired? tired and worn down, or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom, looking to burn fat and gain muscle, then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with an 11% rebate on everything. Florum Milled Earth Porcelain Tile works with rustic or contemporary decors. 6 by 24 inch tiles are just $168 each after rebate, and 12 by 24 inch tiles are $336 each after rebate. There's no limit to how much you can save now during the 11% rebate sale at Menards. Good through September 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. The way we see it in Iowa, it takes three things to push snow for a living. A truck, a blade, and a relentless, unwavering work ethic. So when it comes to the blade, choose one that matches your rugged resolve. Like the Fisher Plows HD2 straight blade from Shuling Hitch. Forged from high-strength, powder-coated steel, the Fisher HD2 will stand up to harsh Iowa winters and be with you storm after storm. Learn more about this and other Fisher Plows at Shuling Hitch Company in Des Moines and Ames. Finding great people to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's time to try ZipRecruiter, where 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day. How? Using powerful technology, ZipRecruiter matches your job to the right candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash block for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash block. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day, people ask me, can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all.